0: Hi, I'm Charles.
1: I'm Christine.
0: And And We Eat Stuff.
1: Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. I'm Christine Guthrie. I am one half of We Eat Stuff. We aim to meet people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating who we want to learn more about this week we interviewed Charlie. Another Charlie, Charlie Martin. He is one of the bar managers from the Clips restaurant at the Moonrise Hotel in the Loop. Charlie brought us some really delightful Japanese whiskey and towards the end of the interview you can um, really hear that it started to take effect. So I hope you enjoy our chat with Charlie. Thanks for listening guys. Charlie, welcome.
2: What's going on? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers. yeah. First off, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. What did you, you bring for us? Uh, so today I brought uh, Nika Coffee Grain Whiskey. Mm. Um, it's not doesn't have anything to do with coffee at all. It's just uh, the name of the gentleman who invented the still. Mm. Um, it's delicious. But yeah, it's really awesome. It's a it's a good priced uh, drinking whiskey.
1: How would you describe that flavor?
2: Um. Hmm. Light toasted oak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get a lot of like nuttiness off of it, almost like pecan mm-hmm. or almond. I almost get like a little bit of a chocolate flavor too, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like yeah, like deep caramels. Yeah, kind of um, kind of range. in almost like toffee, if you will.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think about flavor as like as a pitch, almost like sound, like music. Sure. And absolutely. Like, like some really nice bass notes, but sometimes nice middle
2: notes too in there. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, and, and you know, um, it'll change definitely your palate will adapt to it, and uh, a little bit of water will open it up. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, that's one of the things, I I used to bartend, used to be working kitchens, and I was pretty terrible at mixing drinks. (laughs) and So I've been for a while, what I found actually my problem was I was not clearing my palate. Sure. And so I didn't know that as I was making the drink and tasting it, that actually was transforming um, the flavor of it, you know, in my own
2: palate. Absolutely, yeah, and you know, Everyone's palates will is are different, and you know, um, I kind of tend to to like more bitter drinks. Mm. Um, since we're talking about making cocktails, mm. um, so I think a lot of drinks I make tend to be more bitter. Mm. I don't like overly sugary, and like, you know, if mm. you if you drink too many of them, you'll just kind of feel gross and <laughs> sticky, if you will. And, sure. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I I yeah I tend to like more bitter cocktails. I love Negronis. It's like my favorite one so yeah. mm-hmm. those are good yeah. yeah yeah they're awesome
0: yeah my absolute favorite is the boulevard d8 okay awesome and like i think american palates palates are i think are starting to go ahead more towards sour stuff i've got the sour beer um sort of like a sort of revolution taking place right now
2: oh yeah um i've noticed that definitely um everyone's kind of going away from super bitter ipas towards fruity sours and you know, I've been waiting for a long time for this to happen. You know, I, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of IPAs. I think they sit on your palate too long. Um, some do, you know, of course, there's also others that are really awesome. But those are my personal preferences, you know.
1: So we've, all right, so let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. People know you. Where do you work?
2: And uh, what do you do? You, you can find me at Moonrise Hotel at Eclipse Restaurant. Uh, I'm one of the bar managers there and uh, we run two rooftop bars and a newly renovated uh, cocktail lounge.
1: And you sling drinks. I
2: sling drinks. Yep. I pour booze in a glass. How how (laughs) how (laughs) long have you
1: been at Moonrise for?
2: Uh, I've been there about four and a half years. Um, Started as a banquet kid Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then uh, moved into bar back and now I'm one of the main drink slingers. So yeah. yeah, it's been a fun, fun, crazy ride. hmm Yeah.
1: Did the bartending kind of evolve for you, or did you know that you wanted to do that?
2: Um, it definitely evolved for me. Um, they showed up, or one day, we had a guy call off, mm-hmm. and we actually had 175 Wash U students walk in randomly, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like, hey, you're done with your banquet, get behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that first bar order, it was, can I have nine lemon drop shots? And I looked at uh, my buddy Dave, and we were working together, and I was like, Dave, I know I've had a lemon drop shot, but I don't know what the hell goes in it. Mm -hmm. So he kind of had to walk me through with this massive crowd at the bar how to do everything. So Mm -hmm. that was my first night bartending, officially, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Trial by fire? Yep. (laughs) Okay. Um, And
2: then, yeah, kind of Tony Saputo. Uh, Seth Wallman and uh, Nick Openlander kind of took me under their wing and trained me on everything. So, mm-hmm. trained me on everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now you've graduated and you, you make lots of things yourself. Yeah, yeah,
2: I've graduated. Um, you know, at Moonrise, it's all like, it's a collaborative effort. We like to involve all the bartenders. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to make them all part of the show because it gives value to everyone, and I think that's really important. And your staff mm-hmm. um, you kind of play it as a team mm-hmm. you know I can't I can't do the whole bar myself mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's a it's a fun uh, kind of a fun game like hey what don't you like about this what do you like about it mm-hmm. what can be different and you know everyone's mind works differently and everyone's palate's different so it's kind of like how we come to meet in the middle yeah. and uh, it's kind of like checks and balances I guess mm-hmm. otherwise it would just be all sour beers on tap
0: Mm-hmm. Is that any situation where there's like too many uh, chiefs and not enough Indians, or is it really? Do you guys have pretty good working to kind of like? Oh
2: that? no, I, we're really good working together. Um, yeah, we have a really solid team, and uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited that I've, I've worked here for this long, and mm-hmm. you know watched everyone develop, and yeah, it's it's become a home home away from home kind of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we visited you, a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, many Manhattans. Ma- yes, yes,
1: many things. Oh, yes. And yeah. you have started really getting into making your own things.
2: Yeah, you know, um, it's kind of going back to, like, I want to make the best quality thing I can. So, you know, a lot of people overlook things. Uh, we recently, you know, dropped a lot of products, and we started making them all ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I just found that the quality's better, and wow. drinks taste better. And people people tend to notice at least the people who we want to notice you know Mm -hmm. like people see it and they're like why do you guys do this or why do you take the extra time to do that Mm -hmm. and it's like well because we really care Mm -hmm. and it's not just you know uh gin and tonics all day Mm -hmm. like we put a lot of thought and time into all of our cocktails and we kind of wanted to show. Mhm.
1: And so, what are some of the things that you now do at
2: house? Oh, uh, so we do. We're starting to make a lot of our shrubs in house. I know shrubs have been a big thing this year. Um, I know Retreat Gastro Pub. They kind of started the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say started, but they got noticed with it um, mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, Chris Sanders over at Sanctuary does a lot of awesome stuff with shrubs. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of just hit the the market is like a commercially produced thing mm-hmm. um mm. so strawberry shrubs uh raspberry ginger shrub uh blood orange shrub and then we do um a lot of our syrups in our strawberry syrup mm-hmm. passion fruit syrup we make our own orgite. um oh, that's how you
0: pronounce it okay yeah oh you said uh, yeah <laughs> uh lime cordial
2: <laughs> you know other co- you know compound syrups we did mm-hmm. a, a matcha green tea coconut syrup Ooh. Uh, recently. Nice. Nice. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of fun, and they help us evolve our cocktails. Mm. Cool. So yeah. What exactly is a shrub? So a shrub is, um, it's almost like a fruit syrup that's uh, cut with a little bit of vinegar, hmm. whether it's mm. white vinegar or uh, recently we've been doing uh, a strawberry white balsamic vinegar that's pretty mm. cool, mm. and we're going to, I think we're going to pair that with basil and gin. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Also, another thing besides the shrubs is uh, I've started to focus a lot on ice. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you guys came by and saw one of the crazy ice cubes, Yeah. 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 but um, it kind of comes with my love for this Japanese scotch uh, Mm -hmm. or Japanese whiskey, rather. And, you know, every, every bar in Japan, they almost, they have ice delivered. They don't Mm -hmm. have ice machines. Mm -hmm. So they break down this massive cube of ice down Mm -hmm. to their shaking ice, to their stirring ice. Mm. To their presentation ice, mm-hmm. and it kind of just caught my eye, and mm. so I kind of uh, tinkered with different different methods and started creating my own crystal clear ice, and then breaking it down, and it's kind of neat. I don't know, yeah, they kind of they kinda, the they, they turn into like they're like little jewels that yeah. took me twenty minutes to make.
0: Were you one wants that
2: posted that on Facebook? Like, uh, is that someone posted a clip of a bartender in Japan? oh i did yeah it was um it was actually a video produced by this uh whiskey company and so that kind of like re-fired my imagination about man i meant to do that a long time ago all right well let's go out and research it and i got some coolers and started practicing different freezing methods and Mm -hmm. finally found one that works (coughs) Nice. very neat
0: yeah i thought it was just uh, i remember the video just you're right, it's almost like, it like an emerald. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's, a,
2: it's a nice touch, and, you know, if if you're ordering a really nice whiskey or a really nice cocktail, like, and then you get it on this really beautiful piece of ice, you're like, wow, like, yeah. this guy actually gives a shit, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's not, it's not some crazy dive bar.
1: So do you make new ice every day or every week?
2: Um, I, we cycle through it about every three days. Okay. Um, from one block, or two, I I'd usually do two blocks at a time. uh uh-huh. It um, takes me about 40 minutes, so mm-hmm. it's not too bad. Okay. Um, But yeah, yeah, we cycle through it about every three days. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very cool.
2: Only in the downstairs bar.
1: O- okay. I am
2: not. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, upped my production level that much okay. yet. <laughs> Soon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when the other bartenders take it over. Okay. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. What do you do when you're
2: not at work? Uh, when I'm not at work, I like to golf. Uh, really? I'm a big golfer, yeah. Really? Um, yeah, I played college golf. Uh, really? I played high school golf. hmm so, yeah, when. Not um, miniature golf. No, no, no. No, no <laughs> um. Actual golf. Or frisbee yeah, golf. No, the uh, actual? <laughs> actual golf. Uh, yeah, yeah, golf. like, okay. yeah. Um. So, yeah, you can probably find me on the golf course. Or mm-hmm. out and about with my dog. Yeah. Or, uh, mm-hmm. hanging out with my sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Cool. Do you belong to a co- club?
2: No, I don't. No, I'm not. Not. I'm not tied to any one club mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Unfortunately, the bartender's salary isn't that good. So. Yeah. Fair but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh, I hop around. I like okay. to see different courses. Cool. You know, I think I'd kind of get bored if I played the same course yep. every day. Okay,
1: good. Um, yeah. Who got you into golf?
2: My dad. Yeah? Yeah, my dad got me into golf. And then uh, my babysitter actually kind of really took it off. Mm-hmm. Um, she would take me to the driving range almost every day mm-hmm. when I was like four years old. Cool. So yeah, finally I graduated from breaking my dad's shutters to actually making it to the driving range mm. as a little toddler. So it's yeah. kind of cool. cool. Um and then yeah, my my uncles and my dad played throughout my life mm-hmm. and kind of took took me under their wing, showed yeah. me the ropes. Cool. Do you ever think about going pro? uh i'm or, not that good okay. <laughs> yeah yeah i, I mean uh, they, like once you get up there it's like it's another echelon to sure. what those those guys are doing is absolutely insanity you know oh. it might put other people to sleep on you know a sunday afternoon watching <laughs> golf but to me it's like how are they doing that yeah. um yeah it's crazy
1: hmm. um are you from Louis?
2: i am yeah born and raised okay yeah grew up in kirkwood and then hmm. uh yeah, moved into Dogtown Maplewood area, and yeah, I've been here ever since.
1: And how long have you been working in the industry for?
2: I've been in the industry only four years. Okay, so only so at yeah, Moonrise. So yeah, yeah, only at Moonrise. Okay. Uh, wow. That was my first job. Um, wow. Yeah, before that, I was a manager at a golf warehouse. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> I managed their like little shipping operation, but okay. uh, yeah, had nothing to do with food or anything like that. Okay. Um, I well, I guess technically. My mom and I, and my sister, we run a catering company. So I have oh, had really? my hand. Oh, I, see. Okay. I have had my hand in the industry for longer yeah. than I gotcha. think. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, that started back in two thousand and one. Uh huh. Wow. So yeah, I've kind of been doing it. It's kind of ingrained in my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And
1: what's yeah. the
2: name of that? Uh, Bistro Five One Seven is our catering company. Okay. It's uh, a dot mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we do uh, in house private catering. Okay. Um, mm. So kind of like you get to go to your own party. So gotcha. we take care of everything, you okay. know, from flowers to menus to valet to bar service okay. to so clean, to cleaning to cleaning your house afterwards. I see. Um, small scale, like we'll do a box lunch for five people, or we'll do. We've done a wedding for three hundred and fifty. Wow. wow. So yeah, it's kind of means- it's kind of anything in between, yeah. and you know, every every party is you know is planned and different. Um, we have this lady who every year she orders a foul de cochon which is um a turducken stuffed inside a whole pig <laughs> and it's like Holy one shit. of the crazy oh it's one of the craziest oh. parties and i love working it every year because she orders it on her birthday and she's this crazy lady from louisiana and she wow. has to have this foul de cochon on her a birthday fowl
1: de cochon yeah
2: yeah, no, it's it's one of the craziest huh. like dishes I've ever seen. It's, wow, it's nuts. It basically means bird of the pig, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but it's a yeah, it's a hell of a party.
1: <laughs> what would you want to be when you were a kid?
2: Oh man, when I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to be a professional golfer when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Anyone um, you
1: particularly idolized? <clears throat>
2: um, ever. My friends will laugh if I say this, but mm-hmm. definitely John Daly. Mm-hmm. Like, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, like, the every working man's golfer. You know, really? he drank, yeah. he smoked, he gambled. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was, like, a real guy who actually, like, epitomized his dream of becoming a PGA championship, like, winner. Mm-hmm. And, okay. yeah, he was an eight alternate, and somehow, like... I think he, he was having a baby that day, and they called him, and he was uh-huh. like, "Honey, I gotta go." And <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> and, and won won this tournament, uh-huh. like as like an eighth round alternate if somebody gets sick and can't play like all right mm-hmm. we'll call you after the seven guys can't come mm-hmm. so wow yeah it was like total miracle story and you're and being married after that right i uh, <laughs> probably not long <laughs> <laughs> that's funny wow yeah, my
1: my family was big into golfing growing up like my grandparents they lived at pinehurst north carolina oh yeah around there So yeah. you know huge golfing and mm-hmm. it was when my brother and i were like 10 or younger so we were like I did not get into it but yeah we grew up around a lot of golfing cool Mm -hmm. yeah
2: I know it's a great sport I'll I'll play it forever
1: cool okay I like going drunk and miniature golfing but that's me yeah that's cool oh wait till
2: you get wait till you get a golf cart yeah that's when the real fun starts okay do you have a golf cart no oh damn okay I wish All
1: right. someday someday when you think of the word successful who's the first person who comes to mind
2: uh my dad I think uh he he was lucky to raise us. Really fortunate, and mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of times, sometimes people take it for granted where mm-hmm. they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the industry, Anything. successful. Anything. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or you uh, can personally, a personally, my dad mm-hmm. um, in the industry. Uh, definitely, Seth Wallman comes to mind. Mm-hmm. He's my one of my mentors. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Who's also at Eclipse. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for the industry as a whole, uh, Ted Kilgore, mm-hmm. he really put Saint Louis on the map in terms of bartending. Mm-hmm. Um, Ger- uh, Gerard Craft, mm-hmm. um, I, I think he's done great things for the city. Mm-hmm. Um, his food is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough. That's a tough one.
1: Yeah. What, yeah. What is it about your dad that resonates with you?
2: Um I don't know, I just he's one of my role models, you know mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would say that about their parents, and yeah, he taught me a lot about life and you know that's more important than you know monetary success or however you want to phrase success, I think you know some some things you can't put a price on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and what is it about Seth that you admire
2: uh he just taught me a lot about the industry you know uh not just cocktails but how to serve people mm-hmm. uh how to take care of people which is primarily our job you know mm. it doesn't matter if you make a really awesome cocktail or not if you can't serve the person then you know it's going to be a bad experience either way mm-hmm. like whether you make mm-hmm. the best cocktail like if the service is awful then you're going to have a bad time you know mm-hmm. um so i think that's something that gets drowned out a lot with all this talk about mixology and who makes the best drinks and you know drink competitions and what spirits the best but like ultimately we're there to serve and if you want some crazy terrible concoction you invented in your head like yeah if you want that the best thing I can make for you is exactly that like Mm -hmm. I've made a dirty apple martini before like Mm -hmm. yeah I shook my head at it but like (laughs) you know she was stoked on it so yeah um, or, a yeah, a Bloody Mary with three olives cherry, you know, like, mm. I would never have th- mm. thought that, mm. but, you know, she really enjoyed it, yeah. and I had straw taste it. it tasted like fruit punch. Wow, jeez, It was kind of crazy. Mm. That's yeah. funny.
1: Mm. That's funny. Well, speaking of service, all right, so one time, one reason that I always enjoy visiting you at your bar is is your accoutrement game on your drink game is really strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that. Comes, you have yeah. lots of little things, little yeah. touches. You like to decorate your drinks a lot.
2: Yeah. Like, are you um,
1: naturally a really artsy person?
2: Not really. You know, um, in high school, I did ceramics. Uh, mm-hmm. Growing up, I played with Legos. I grew up playing with Legos, so that's probably where that influence came from with the pineapple drink. huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, also, like, as you bartend for a while, you get obsessed with, like, weird stuff. Like, weird old glasses. Mm -hmm. Like, we treasure those. That's Mm -hmm. why we have all those vintage ones. Yeah, for sure. That copper pineapple is one of my most prized possessions. (laughs) I don't know why, but it is. It's, Mm -hmm. like, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so I think, you know... It's just like plating a dish of food. Uh-huh. Um, you know, really a really nice looking plate of food will, in your eyes, will probably taste better mm-hmm. if it looks really pretty. You know, it, it the drink might taste better. <laughs> um, you know, if you have like a little interactive garnish, you mm-hmm. know that might be fun, and you know it kind of transports you into a different time and place. Mm-hmm. Um, I went down to the repeal prohibition festival in Tampa. And I wa- I sat there and watched the national finals for, um, it was for some booze event. And it was guys from all across the country, and they came in, and it was just four judges and then an empty room. And I just kind of snuck in there and, like, sat in the corner and watched. And some of the guys who presented on a national level had, like, so much attention to detail into everything that they did, down to... Um, one guy presented a hot tea drink and it was based off a story of him cooking apple pie with his grandma and so while he was telling this whole story he was having the judges peel an apple and then there was this whole superstitious game where you threw the apple peel over your shoulder and it told something about you and it was really crazy and intricate but like you could see that the judges were having fun with it and like and that kind of took it to a new level for me and mm-hmm. I was like wow like and you know it goes back to service and like communicating with people and you know I don't know giving them a a place to you know break their everyday train of thought and their monotony of whatever why they came into the bar mm-hmm. maybe it's to celebrate something maybe they lost a loved one maybe they just need to get out of the house but like mm-hmm. it should you know break that yeah. train of thought or transport you somewhere else mm-hmm. That's kind of where it all comes from.
1: Yeah, I enjoy it a lot. It's yeah, good. no,
2: it's fun, and it's getting kind of obscene. Uh, Never. The, the other bartenders are like, man, what garnishes are you going to do for this next <laughs> round? And I'm like, just wait. Nice.
1: Do you go antiquing for some of your things?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of them are antiqued. Yeah. Um, hmm. A couple of them were brought in uh, by a couple customers. Mm-hmm. They're like, we saw these, and we knew you had to have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Mitch Jacobs. What's up? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um yeah the rest of them came from like treasure isles is one of my spots i like to go to it's uh-huh. off big ben in manchester mm-hmm. um there's a couple spots off cherokee that are pretty cool antique row you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um uh, there's a couple off watson that are pretty nice mm-hmm. but yeah mainly goodwill cool. you know a lot of, some of my old really nice looking ones that are like gilded and gold and they look really old and mm-hmm. crazy they're they're like 60 cents i got them at goodwill nice so yeah it's kind of fun it's the thrill of the hunt i guess yeah
1: for sure yeah and so when you acquire some of these do they then inspire drinks in your head sometimes sometimes they do you know
2: um it's really weird people always ask me like where do you go for your cocktail inspiration or like you know where do you go to think of new flavors or something like that Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, a lot of the times I'll tell them like I go to the Chinese Asian markets. You know, <laughs> I love walking through Seafood City on Olive. Mm-hmm. It is just a crazy, crazy place, and yeah. there's so many things going on and so many flavors and so much stuff I can't read. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> and so yeah, and also like I walk through Home Goods mm-hmm. or I'll walk through like Michael's. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, those little... I don't know if you remember the little mini clothespins. Yeah, Like yeah, I saw, yeah. those, I saw those at Michael's when I was, like, looking for, uh, yeah. for something. And I was like, man, those might be cool. Um... Oh, it should be, Oh, it should... I can't get it. I think it's just the top part. And then, uh, yeah, one of our... <laughs> uh, one of our other sure. bar managers... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's all good. Sometimes ca- caps are tricky. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a little bit. Okay. Why not? Yeah, thanks again for bringing this. this yeah, kind of no nice. problem. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, one of our bar managers, Nick, he he laughs every time he says it, but he's like, "Yeah, I love to walk through, or I love to walk to uh, Bed Bath and Beyond and ask him what their number one selling flavor of candle is." <laughs> and so he's like, "All right, we're making a drink after that." <laughs> nice. So it's just kind of funny. Uh, yeah, yeah we we tried to do a quirky... Whimsical stuff,
1: I like that, yeah, very cool, yeah. do you have any special food or drink memories from growing up?
2: um barbecuing with my dad for mm. sure, um, he was on a state like state barbecue team for a couple of years, so mm. it was pretty funny, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, cooking ribs with my dad, mm-hmm. um, definitely cooking with my mom all the time, whether it was for the catering company or at home on Sunday nights mm-hmm. um. To this day, I still go to my parents' house for dinner on mm-hmm. Sunday night, every mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's the whole family.
1: Yeah? Yeah. You guys all cook?
2: Yeah. Cool. We all cook together. Nice. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. My grandma comes over. Mm-hmm. My grandma actually used to live out um, out in West County, and she sold her house and actually moved a block away from us so we could mm-hmm. all hang out more. Cool. So it was kind of fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, really tight-knit family. That's good. We all like to cook. Sweet. Drink. Mm. <laughs> Be Irish. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool.
1: <laughs> you may have already answered this, but what, what's an interest or a hobby you have that no one would ever suspect about you? Could be the golf, but it might be something else.
2: Yeah, uh, it's kind of related to golf. Um, I collect putters. Mm-hmm. Like golf putters, yeah. um, and like the little head covers that go on them. Like it's oh, yeah. really oh. strange. Yeah, things. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how I got into it. Maybe it was when I worked at the golf shop for a long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I yeah, I went to a I went to a putter convention. I'm that big of a nerd. Yeah. No, go ahead. Don't don't hold it in. Um, so yeah, I went to a 2-day convention for this guy named Scotty Cameron and he mm-hmm. makes uh putters for the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. And so went and met him and played golf with him. So it was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But yeah, that's my big nerd story. is – I collect putters.
1: Do you use them?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, a lot of them I use, but I have, like, I probably have seven or eight at my house that (laughs) shouldn't be there. (laughs) Too many. Cool. Yeah. Do you have, like, a favorite golf course around the area? Out in Chesterfield, I love playing the Bluffs. Um, It's a really wide open course. Uh, I think it's, like, maybe around $60 or something like that. So Mm. it's reasonable, but uh, the quality of the course is always really nice. Mm. Um, It's kind of, like, out out in the woods like halfway to St. Charles in Chesterfield is that all? so that's not it's like off, Clarkson Road is it? no I think it's off 40 and like Research Park Circle or something oh, okay. right across the bridge oh, right, okay. right after you get through Chesterfield oh, Okay. but yeah it just kind of like it kind of takes you out of St. Louis and mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're in the woods and in a different city almost so hmm. it's kind of like my my getaway sanctuary if mm. you will cool um, I love um, Normandy up in the city up north it's like one of my favorite courses. It's mm. impossible. Mm. It's really hard. Um, it's probably about $15 or $20, so it's really cheap. Uh, it's good to go out there with friends and drink and mm. have a good time. Cool. Cool. How yeah. often do you get to golf? Um, not as much as I used to. I used mm. to golf about four or five times a week. Wow. Now yeah. I'm down to maybe one or two if I'm lucky. Mm. Um, so mainly it's been driving range only this this year at least, mm-hmm. which kind of a bummer, but um, I've played a couple of rounds. Um, yeah. So hopefully, once the bars, once the rooftop season slows down, hopefully mm-hmm. I can get out before it gets too cold. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess I only have like two questions left, unless we want to ruminate on other things, which is great. <laughs> cool. You
2: know, that's no, I, can, I can get out. off topic of really fast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, gee, since all right, since you're creative, I'll I'll throw some of these at you. Cool. Um what purchase of 100 dollars or less that you've made has really affected you positively
2: um definitely the flavor bible um mm-hmm. it's a book i don't know if you guys are or familiar Mint. with it yeah um but yeah yeah it mm-hmm. is probably my most used resource mm. at the bar um obviously besides spoons and shakers and whatnot mm-hmm. but um yeah the flavor bible is awesome it, it uh Give suggestions for pairings, whether it may be peaches or bourbon or white chocolate mm. or raspberries or sage or anything food related. Uh, it'll give suggestions on what goes together and then, you know, like, hey, stay away from these. Mm-hmm. Um, they really clash. So that's probably my most used and mm. probably thing that's changed my, my palate and myself for the better, I guess. Cool. Yeah.
1: You have any flavors or foods that you really like
2: um yes um as you can tell i'm drinking this fever tree bitter lemon yeah. mm. um so i'm obsessed with lemon and, and citrus mm. yeah mm-hmm. um it's really awesome citrus is definitely a big one um yeah, i'm really big about blueberries and basil yeah no mm. yeah i really like that combination.
0: what we really like actually is like lemon basil mixed together in like in a drink. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think actually goes well with bourbon. A lot of people, I i see they're like Yeah s-
2: strawberry and basil is probably mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that might be my favorite flavor combination mm-hmm. is strawberries, basil, and uh balsamic vinegar. Mm-hmm. oh so yeah. That's yeah. probably like my my yeah. trio. Mm-hmm. Um
1: just a good dessert.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's good.
1: Are there any foods that you don't like?
2: Not very many. And a lot of them either go back to a really bad memory or... um, I'm a big textural eater. Mm. Like, if something isn't, like, textually pleasing, it'll totally throw me off. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I'm not a big oyster fan. Mm. Um, It's kind of unfortunate because I've heard there are great things about them, but I just... Every time it's I've done it, it's of, like, yeah. all right, you better have trash can in hand. <laughs> so, yeah. And I felt really bad. I was at a chef's table at this resort in Montana and they served me an oyster. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I looked at Catherine and my sister and I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting in this man's kitchen mm-hmm. about ready to eat something. He just plated it for me and I have a feeling I might lose it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. what do I do? Yeah. And I think she ate one of them for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, please don't let me make a scene in this kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. I know about the textural thing, though. Yeah. But I tell people, okay, so one one thing I don't like, and I swear, I think I'm the only person in the world, I don't like mashed potatoes.
2: No, I've heard I've been hearing that a lot lately mm-hmm. from people. Yeah.
1: Mm. And, uh um, it's just...
2: Yeah, I... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to each their own. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You know, it's really weird. I hate diced tomatoes. Mm -hmm. You know, I can, I'll eat them if they're, like, sliced or, Mm -hmm. you know. I I could never eat, like, a little whole cherry tomato. That would just drive me nuts. Um, like mm-hmm. fried tomatoes, fried green tomatoes are yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like pickled tomatoes. Mm. But yeah, just something about a diced tomato mm. um, really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I'm... I don't know why. I'm scent-orientated,
0: so like okay. one food I can't stand is sea urchin. Some the smell of it I can't even get into my mouth. Sure. My mouth is just like... like this the, is, the, the, the brine and everything. I don't know what it is, but some, it's yeah. always been prepared, but I try to get it in my mouth my mouth just cools up will not let it in there. Yeah. It's the smell. You know,
2: I, I haven't ventured this far, but like... Like the salmon roe, I don't know if I could do that. Mm. Mm. Like the little, little bo- pods of craziness. <laughs>
1: actually, I, I,
2: I had that account like that actually
1: but <laughs> Is that caviar or kind of like yeah. caviar? Yeah, yeah, like big okay. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like
2: red like caviar. We like some some salmon. salmon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't know if I could, if I could stomach that. Yeah. I can't remember where we had it. We, we've had that before. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Oh, it was at like Katie's. Yeah. I Katie's had some salmon roe on top okay. of the squidding pasta. Something in. like that.
1: Okay, yeah. might
2: have been. Oh. I don't know.
1: Something like that.
2: I try and I try to be the best host as I can. Sure, to everybody. sure. Yes, we all
1: have our limits, though. So.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that brings up a question. Like,
0: what is the best way? If I'm at a bar and it's really busy, I do want to get your attention, but I don't want. I don't understand that. You're busy. Sure. You're being crushed. What's the best way to do that?
2: Uh, Besides just sitting there and staring. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if the bartender's really, really busy, I've I've been there, and it's it's tough. I try to find. You know, me personally, as being a bartender, if I go into a bar and it's really crazy busy, mm-hmm. I'll try to find either the bartender who's being the most efficient mm-hmm. and um, kind of work my way towards them. Sure. Or if there's a, an open spot. Um, I try not to avoid server areas mm-hmm. because then yeah. you're getting into somebody else's exactly. way, yeah. you're making their job harder, yeah. and you don't want to do that. And yeah, just, you know, I would. Well, I don't want to say like, Change your order based on how busy they are, mm. but I wouldn't order, you know, a mint julep to this guy who's in the weeds because he would just want to punch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you, I would be his. Whose face would you pump? punch mm. that guy yeah. who just ordered him into a or eight deep. Yeah. Sir,
0: I'll have a shot of bourbon and a <laughs> punch in the eye. The absolute, <laughs> yeah, you know, like,
2: <laughs> like if it's crazy busy, um, you know, I'm ordering a beer, like or a shot of or a shot of whiskey. Something you know, efficient. Something fast. Boom, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Um, I remember one night. Um, I love going to the Libertine, mm. and oh, yeah. one night uh, Naomi was working and she was slammed, mm. and. I came up behind her and I was like, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am. And she, like, turned around with the look of God on her face.
0: And I was like,
2: oh, I'm just fucking with you. Can I just have a Budweiser? She goes, Charlie Martin, I could kiss you right now. <laughs> and she's like, I've been making tiki drinks for five hours by myself. I was like, it's oh, cool. Just geez. make me, make me with the easiest thing it yeah. is. Yeah, all their drinks are pretty elaborate. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, their drinks are yeah. phenomenal. You know, Ben and Naomi do a great oh, yeah. job. and Great people, um, too. Yeah. Every time I've been in there, it's been a really great experience, and their drinks are awesome. The food is amazing. Yeah, get the bone marrow and take a shot of Old Grandad out of the bone mm. marrow bone.
0: Whoa, that's an interesting idea. It's
2: awesome. Mm. I highly recommend it. Yeah,
0: I'm really big about bone marrow. Yeah. Like, first of my head, actually, it was at Bar La Frere. Okay. And just, uh, fell in love with it ever since, and now, like, any place that has it, I don't have to have it.
2: Yeah, Bar La Frere is great. Uh, I went to a a cider tasting there and they had mm. some insane blue cheese Gruyere's or whatever pop. Gouger's yeah, um, yeah. Gouger's yeah, whatever yeah. they were yeah. whatever they were awesome <laughs> little balls good. of heaven yeah. Yep. yeah that's right
1: that's what she said
2: <laughs> mm. oh my alright All right. so then All yeah, on she, that uh oh uh oh do you
1: have any um asks or requests of the people listening
2: not really be nice be nice to everybody tip your bartenders
1: okay that's yeah. about it. Good advice. Yeah. All
2: right.
1: So, Charlie Martin, where can people find you in person and online if they want to come bug you?
2: People, if you <laughs> want to come bug me, um, you can find me online. Uh, I don't have Twitter because that's, I don't know. It's okay. It's yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. That's what I Twitter. thought. Like, Maybe I have <laughs> more than 140 characters um, <laughs> to say. Uh-huh. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's chomn three. Um, and then you can find me at the bar. I'm there a lot of the time drinking because it's a great bar to be at, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm working. Uh, I work Mondays. Uh, Mondays I'm there during the day. Tuesdays I'm there all day. Thursdays I'm there all day, and Saturday I'm there after three. Mm-hmm. So you can and find me. on the
1: rooftop or the, the floor?
2: um saturday on the weekends i'm down on the ground Mm -hmm. um all other days i'm on the rooftop Mm -hmm. um be sure to check out seth and charlie's hawaiian t-shirt party on thursday it's gonna be awesome totally we have drinks and coconuts drinks and pineapples um a whole tiki menu inspired food um yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun very cool i'm excited Wear if a t- wear a tiki shirt, get two dollars off your coffee. No. Nice, nice to know. What
0: yeah. exactly of concert's a tiki shirt, like a Hawaiian shirt or? We'll be the judge of that. Oh no, I no. See. <laughs> uh, you know no, any, the coconut
2: bras. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> I, that, that would that would count. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, no, just a fun festive <clears throat> shirt would be cool. Okay, oh,
1: cool. Yeah. All right, and for the two people who don't know, where is Moonrise Hotel located?
2: So yeah, Moonrise Hotel's at Skinker and Delmar in. Del Mar in uh, on the tail end of the loop mm-hmm. um, right next to the pageant and uh, yeah you can find us at Eclipse uh, or com, and uh, MoonriseHotel.com. It's an awesome hotel. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. If you're going to a show, go to the show, come party with me, then take the elevator home. There Don't worry go. about Uber or taxi or <laughs> <either>. anything. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a lot of fun. Come see us. It's It's a Phone in crazy place.
1: You'll get a nice Lego drink.
2: Yeah, you'll probably get a Lego <laughs> drink or something crazy in a pineapple. Well,
1: so, sweet. Yeah. Well, Charlie, thanks for coming over and yeah, talking. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me over. This Hope you guys awesome. enjoyed the scotch. It was the good. good. The brown I got a quick call it scotch. Yeah. Yeah. It really <laughs> at <me>? It's okay. <laughs>
1: Hi everyone, Christine again. Thanks a lot for listening to our interview with Charlie. We really appreciate him coming over, chatting about his interests, his golf, his dog, all the stuff that he does in St. Louis. And we especially enjoyed his beverage that he brought with us. It was quite delicious. Be sure to visit him at the Moonrise Hotel and he and his fellow bartenders will uh, hook you up. They'll show you a good time. Tell them that We Eat Stuff sent you. Tune in next week for our next interview. In the meantime, though, be sure to get out there and eat stuff. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.